Welcome to the Switch Style Podcast, where we encourage you to think beyond what you hear. I'm your host, and I go by the name of Smooth. And audience, welcome back to the podcast. I definitely appreciate you guys tuning in. This is actually episode 79, and I always got a great episode coming up for you. As always, I'll actually give you my take on Pink's seventh studio album, which is titled Beautiful Trauma. And I'll also update the billboard charts as usual but before we jump into everything i want to let you guys know that you can find the podcast on itunes soundcloud google play music and youtube also you can find it on jacksjournal.com that's j-a-c-s journal.com you can find the podcast there and all of my written takes as well and also follow me on twitter at jacksjournal.com And guys, if you get a chance, if you do listen on iTunes, please go write a review. Tell me what you think about the podcast, good or bad. Any feedback is appreciated. So without further delay, let's go ahead and jump into things. So on the Hot 100, Post Malone and 21 Savage earned a third week at number one with Rockstar. Camila Cabello, formerly of Fifth Harmony, Her and Young Thug, they landed the top 10 this week with Havana, which currently sits at number 7. And lastly, Ed Sheeran closes out the top 10 with the latest single from his 2017 album, Divide. Perfect. And Perfect is one of those ballads in the, sort of in the vein of thinking out loud. So I'm sure if you haven't heard about it now, I'm sure you'll get to hear it very soon. And on the Billboard 200, Niall Horan of One Direction tops the chart with his debut solo album Flickr, earning 152,000 units. 128,000 of those were traditional album sales. Quick note, Haran is the third member of One Direction to top the 200 following Harry Styles' self-titled debut and Zayn's Mind of Mine. So congrats to all members of One Direction, even though, as you know, Zayn is no longer a member of One Direction, but congrats to now Haran. But back to the 200, Future and Young Thug debut at number two with their joint album, Super Slimy, earning 75,000 units. 15,000 of those were traditional album sales. Country singer-songwriter Chris Young lands at number four with Losing Sleep. The set earned 39,000 units. 32,000 of those were traditional album sales. And last but not least, country star Darius Rucker debuts at number eight with when was the last time earning 34,000 units? 30,000 of those were traditional album sales. So congrats to all of the artists who made waves on the chart this week. And I'll actually continue to refresh the charts for you guys every week. So again, congrats to all of those artists who made big moves on the charts this week. Specifically, Post Malone, 21 Savage, still at number one with Rockstar and Niall Horan of One Direction. He has the number one album in the country with Flickr. So congrats to all of those artists. So if you're listening right now, you're probably here to find out what I have to say about Pink's seventh studio album, which is titled Beautiful Trauma. And if you're a big Pink fan, you know that she's been gone for five years. Her last album was actually The Truth About Love in 2012, which went three times platinum and was a pretty big deal. So if you're unfamiliar with Pink, I just like to give the audience a quick bio. I just like to give you a quick rundown on the artist, tell you a little bit about them so that when I actually do give you my take, everything will come together and make sense. 
So here we go. Pink, her real name is Alicia Moore. She was born September 8th, 1979 in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Before becoming a solo artist, Pink was a part of two failed vocal groups named Basic Instinct and Choice and then signed to L.A. Reed's LaFace Records. She released her debut double platinum album, Can't Take Me Home, in 2000. In 2001, Pink scored her first number one hit on the all-female cut Lady Marmalade with Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim, and Maya. Pink's wildly popular sophomore album, Misunderstood, landed in 2001 and featured three top ten singles, including Get the Party Started, Don't Let Me Get Me, and Just Like a Pill. Between 2003 and 2012, Pink released four additional platinum studio albums, including 2012's The Truth About Love, which bowed atop Billboard's 200 chart. To date, Pink has sold at least 17 million RIAA certified albums in the U.S. alone, four number one hits, and three Grammy Awards. And the album I'm going to tell you guys about in a second, Beautiful Trauma, like I said, it is Pink's seventh studio album. It was actually released October 13th, 2017, and debuted at number one on Billboard's 200 chart. The set actually earned 408,000 units in its first week. 384,000 of those were traditional album sales. So congrats to Pink in that way. That's pretty big. 408,000 units in your first week, especially in today's climate. That's a pretty big deal. So I'll go ahead and give you guys my take on Pink's seventh studio album, Beautiful Trauma. After a five-year absence from music, pop superstar Pink has returned with their seventh studio album, Beautiful Trauma. It's the follow-up to 2012's The Truth About Love, which has been certified three times multi-platinum since. Trauma, on the surface, feels undistinguished and mostly unmemorable. At times, the Grammy winner's outspoken and brash persona remains but she lacks the same fervor this time around. The industry vet drafts the best of pop music's creative talent to assist. And I'm actually talking about Jack Antonoff from the Bleachers, you know, the writer who's been everywhere, who's written for Taylor Swift and many, many more people. Jack Antonoff has written for just about it. There's so many people he has written for. Um, You could throw Lord in there. I mean, if you can name him, Jack Antonoff has probably written for them. But Max Martin as well, the super producer who's pretty much dominated pop music for the last nearly 20 years, who's worked with Britney Spears and probably anybody you can name in pop music, NSYNC, whoever you want to name, chances are Max Martin has probably worked with them. And last but not least, Greg Kirsten, who was the producer of Adele's latest album, 25. He didn't produce it entirely, but he was one of the main producers on that album. But those are the guys I'm talking about, the guys that she recruited, the creative talent that she recruited. For me, their contributions ultimately proved to be detrimental to the album. Despite the effort's artistic shortcomings, Pink still remains a more than competent vocalist capable of operating at varied tempos. Revenge co-stars fellow superstar Eminem flirts with playful vengeance and is most reminiscent of Pink's earlier work. It's not quite clear. But what about us seems to delve into social affairs while searching for what matters most. Barbie's is an acoustic trip to a time when things were much simpler, but the Max Martin scored secret is possibly the most intriguing choice here. 
It is a typically good Martin production, but sadly, that is what is most wrong about it. Pink fearlessly questions what happens after life on the spiritually energetic I Am Here, and Trauma closes with the sensational ballad, You Get My Love. It's by far the project's most impressive moment. Vocally, she appears in top form and even makes you wonder why she hasn't delved into more complex song structures or genres throughout her career. To be clear, Beautiful Trauma will likely be remembered as a blemish on Pink's richly deep discography. It is worth noting that a five-year layoff and blanket approach is likely to produce dull results. Her intention or direction isn't quite clear, but somehow it feels too soon to call it the beginning of the end. For now, let's just call it a reintroduction to a familiar talent who's better than what her latest offers. So there you go, audience. That's actually my take on Pink's seventh studio album, Beautiful Trauma. And to be honest, I really didn't like it at all. And that's not saying that it's a bad album. There are some solid songs, but it feels like she has set out for five years. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like her skills in a sense. Vocally, she's still as great as she's ever been. But in terms of choosing her creative partners, I I think she could have done that. And I think her skill for choosing her creative partners diminished in a sense over the last five years. And she went with some real popular choices, Greg Kirsten, Jack Antonoff, Max Martin, like I said. And she also worked with Billy Mann, who she's worked with a lot in the past. But the results just aren't there. And, you know, a lot has changed in the last five years. The world of pop has expanded. There's a lot more artists, especially female artists, who have pretty much, they feel the void that she's left. I mean, a lot of her peers... Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and some of her other peers that came in right around the time that she came in, they're pretty much on the downside. And you could probably say the same thing about Pink. And if I'm listening to this album, I'm saying that, hey, she's on the downside of it. And, you know, hopefully, you know, she's just rusty. Hopefully she, the next time she comes back, she can put out a stronger effort, which I do expect because Pink has a really good discography but I don't think this is a great representation of what Pinky is capable of. So hopefully next time around, she'll give us a bit more of what and who she actually is. So, you know, I actually look forward to next time. But if I had to make a recommendation, I would say you could skip this one. I mean, if you're a Pink fan, go check it out. Go support her. She's actually going on tour soon. So go check her out there. But overall, If you're just a casual fan, I would definitely say you could probably skip on this one. But, guys, that's actually my take. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it, as always. And remember, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can also find my written reviews at jacksjournal.com. And also follow me on Twitter, at jacksjournal. And remember, if you're on iTunes, if you're listening right now on iTunes, Go write a review. Just tell me what you think, good or bad. Any feedback is great. It always helps. But thanks again, audience, for tuning in. I sincerely appreciate it, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.